1: What's up, Buffalo
2: Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. The Bills got the best Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. Back at it again. Welcome to another edition of the Rico Port brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Yes, sir. Fresh off of 0 and 2. <laughs> hey, fresh off of 0 and 2, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> It's one of those situations, man. These bills gotta pull their shit together and dig themselves out of this hole. This O and two hole that uh listen, man. As much as we wanna sit here and and be disappointed in what these uh and what we've been able to put I mean, pretty much put on the field. It's a situation that we could it, it it'd be better off. I mean Listen, I can't sugarcoat it. i'm I'm sitting here trying to sugarcoat it and try to put the best best thing forward, but it's not it's not possible It's not possible because it sucks in a in a division where we should be leading it, in a division that we should not be third place. I know there's a lot of season left in a conference where we should be still one of the top teams, but yeah, you know I mean now you know people you' me know, looking down on the bills, and sadly. Sadly, that's probably what this team needs. Which is, I say sadly, because we're past that stage of putting ourselves in, you mean, woe is us, they're hating on us, wait till we show them. We're we're past that. We were we were there then when you know people didn't believe in us, so we had to make people believe in us, right? Into the team. We're past that. At least we should be. But now we're, we're, oh, see, they're counting us out. So we got to go prove. Why do you need to be motivated that way? And that's what it feels like. That's at least what it feels like. They're counting the bills out. Look what they're doing. All right, so we're 0-2. Okay, you see how they turned on those guys? All right, let's show them. No, but the, the, the expectation was high. The expectation was high. And we ex- we anticipated you guys having a solid year. Now, here's the realistic part before the season started forget about your feelings right now by the way salute to everybody tuned in right now um if uh you missed tuesday's show uh you're not the only one so did i (laughs) i missed tuesday's show because i was under the weather boy did i get hit i whatever the heck is out there it got your boy and uh sunday i was feeling the effects i don't know if you guys saw but i was (laughs) into the into the mic a little bit i was like i'm gonna let it pass Monday, Tuesday, that boy knocked your black and knocked my black ass out for sure. The chills, the sweats, the all that. So uh I'm only starting to come to right now. So if you see me kind of mic mute the mic and uh uh-huh, uh-huh, and kind of get to it, you know what's up. But anyway, back to it. So it it just it feels as though we it's like we we thrive on being the underdog. But for how long can you can you be the underdog? There's there's a point where you gotta now say, okay, we we're being hunted. We we're we're quote unquote the the least you know what I'm saying uh flawed team. We're pretty much solid everywhere from defense to offense, special teams. Like this is the team that when you look at all sections, you're like, I don't see much flaws, right? Tight end room, Dawson Knox, young and upcoming guy. Offensive line room has stayed, if not, you know what I mean, above average. I think we're above average, and we got a little better with adding pieces like Saffold, right? The RB room stayed the same, and some might say it got better because since we made the draft of James Cook and we moved on from, I mean, um, uh, from our old Zach Moss, so some might say it got better. You know what I'm saying? The receiving room, Gabe Davis. I mean, I can go on, right? At one point, you knew we were going to lose a couple games here and there. Is what I'm, I guess I'm trying to get to this. You knew we were, like, at the beginning of the year when we we said, what do you predict this record is going to be? On average, a lot of us said, I don't know, like, we'll probably go, like, 13-4, and 14-3. Four, you know what I'm saying? Some people had us with just 12, 12 wins. So this is on pace to what we were anticipated to let I me mean, have our record beat now that aside that aside we are currently in a Owen two hole an unexpected loss to the New York Jets didn't see that one coming I don't think anybody saw that one coming at least not now um, I knew they were gonna give us a match but I just didn't see it coming but nonetheless we lost and then our latest loss last week against the Vikings. Tough loss. Now we are Friday. I'm not gonna sit here and and chime in on what happened last week. We know what happened last week. We didn't play our best football. We turned the ball over. We didn't run the ball well. That's all she wrote. You know what I'm saying? Mistakes. That's what you listen. When you turn the ball over and you don't and you can't run the ball, it's that's that's a that's a, a recipe for not winning football game. And you didn't just turn the ball over one time; you turned it over four times. So that's a recipe for not winning. You're not going to win games when you do that. You know what I'm saying? So that's number one.
3: Number two,
2: Josh Allen didn't play well. Overall, statistically, if you look at it, uh, he had over 300 yards, but. What what we needed and when we needed from Josh for him to kind of be a closer and do what he's supposed to do on the offense side of the ball, we missed the mark. Now, there's been play after play of breaking down this and breaking down that and how we could have won the game with fourth and 18, all of those things. It happens. You know what I'm saying? It does happen. It's shitty, but it effing happens. But we lost the game. You'm know saying and the Vikings are a good team. the Vikings are a good team. they made big plays. We made big plays, but just not enough just not enough at the end of the day. everyone is to was to i guess I don't want to come blame but be accountable, right from coaching to uh player execution to just overall like just we got our coach, we got our played, and that was it right so we're now going back two games and I bring these I'm bringing all this up because now there's two full games that we can go this team has to now go back and see where we made mistakes here where we made mistakes in the Jets game where we made mistakes in the Vikings game now you have other teams like the Browns right now how did the Vikings get them how did the Jets get them all right that's what that's our formula that's what we got to do so 0 two right now in the last two games it sounds nasty. And the worst part of it, the worst part of this is the, the, old, the, the, the fact that we're 0-2 in our division is what makes things even worse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're 0-2 in the division, and uh, we're on a two-game skid. It's nasty. Now, we've got to get out of it. We've got to get out of this skid. And uh, where does it begin? Well, most people will say, well, it begins with the quarterback. Well, I'm not going to go there today. At least not right right off the bat. I'm not gonna go there. Joseph Riley said it right now. <laughs> Joseph, you ain't wrong, man. Humble pie, effing sucks, yo. It does, it does, brother. It does. It's uh, it's it's not, it's not a, uh, it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta eat that pie, man. Give me a big old slice. And as a fan base, I mean. We're the ones doing all the chatting online and this, there, and all over the place. You know how that is. It's just the way fan bases roll. My team's better than yours, and then we we compare the stats and we do this, that, and the third. And that's how you know I'm saying that's how the social media game works when it comes to people that you know me root for this this team. Um, But knowing what we need to do, it starts with coaching. More specifically. I got, a, I got a bone to pick with Ken freaking Dorsey. Now, the bone I have to pick with Ken Dorsey is not because he's some trash OC. He's not. He's not. You know what I'm saying? Because this man, has, with his play calling, has led us to six wins this year. You know what I'm saying? And we're, we're most likely going to get more wins. So I'm not worried about that. However, I'm confused I'm confused and this is where maybe some fans may feel the same way I do. I am confused as to and I and I shared this with in, in the group chat with what front office has has done and what front office is pretty much showing us showing us what they want to do, showing us that this is the the this is the direction they want to take, but then how we how we go about using said weapon, said scheme, isn't working. So let me let me give you an example of what I mean, right? So we are going through the off season, off season, we bring in Roger Saffold, Questenberry. You know, what I'm saying these guys are big boys. Uh, they come from a team that ran the ball extremely well. So you're like, okay, the philosophy is changing. We're bringing in guys that you know what I mean that love to run block and want to get in there. So this team is looking like we're going to be doing a lot of Running the football, free agency hits, right? We get those two guys. Then we bring in OJ Howard. We're like, okay, OJ Howard, that that'd be nice. So OJ Howard, this is gonna be what well, we're gonna do a lot of, you know, I mean double tight end sets. This is gonna be cool. We're gonna be yo, the the sky's the limit with what this offense is gonna be doing. Holy crap, we just made a draft, and the draft is oh shit. We just drafted James Cook. Okay, we gotta run. We're gonna, we're probably gonna be a very balanced team. We're gonna run the ball a lot. We're gonna this that and the third, right? Oh no guess what? We also got in, we brought in Aaron Cromer. Last time we had Aaron Cromer, Aaron Cromer was part of a team that was one of the best at running the football when we had LaShawn McCoy, right? Oh shit, Aaron Cromer's back. That'll be great. This'll jumpstart what we didn't have the year before. Let's get this run game going. All those sounds great, right? Like we're going to do that. We get into the season. We're not even close to doing any of the things that it sh- like that it showed on the rest on the, on the grocery list. Here's the grocery list. It's like, you went and said, here's what I want on my grocery list. And this is what we're cooking. And then you, you bring the, the grocery list to the kitchen and chef cooks you a whole different meal. <laughs> You're Like, yo, I got you all these, all these things to, you know what I mean? Cook this wonderful meal. And nah, you just cook something completely different. I'm confused. Right? So I, as a guest to this restaurant, we're looking at the menu, we're like, okay, this is great. Love what I'm seeing here. And your meal comes out and it's completely something different. <laughs> you feel me? Like, <clears throat> that, it, it, shit is, doesn't make any sense to me, right? D- David Coolis says, yeah, David Coolis comes in and says, yo, don't forget Jameson Crowder. Like, there, there was a lot of things. Now, keep in, keep in, keep in mind, Things have changed. Obviously, Jameson Crowder has has, he I mean he got injured. And I think that it muddied the waters a little bit because I don't think um this is just this is just my opinion. I don't think management anticipated uh the camp that Isaiah McKenzie was gonna have. I think they expected Jameson Crowder to come in and pretty much outright win that position, right? Um, and then Jameson Crowder gets hurt more time for mckenzie mckenzie proves himself it was very clear and then boom jameson Crowder's not hurt and now oj howard cut so maybe things have changed i don't know but it's just completely freaking different completely different uh somebody asked me if it's snowing where i'm at uh you know what where i'm at not a not a fleck not a not a flake of snow where i'm at see this is the the beauty and the curse of living where I'm at is that uh, the beauty is snow. Snow does come, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't snow often here. And if it does snow, uh, it snows for a day or two. We got a lot of snow. We get dumped on. And then two days later, it melts because the temperatures go up and down. When you're so close to the ocean, man, it, yeah, I'm, still trying to, I'm still trying to figure out the, the weather system out here in Nova Scotia. It's is, is, is up and down. You know what I'm saying? But it's a damp cold, so it's a little different. But anyway, no snow out here, man, so I'm enjoying it. No snow for me. I ain't got a shovel. I ain't got to do any of that stuff. So shout out to those in Buffalo that are dealing with the snow right now. Uh, Kudos to you. I mean, I was just upstairs talking to the wife, talking about, yo, should we start turning on the heat now? (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I'm not dad. I'm the dad that's like, put a freaking, put a toque on, put a long sleeve, put some socks on, put a hoodie on. But what about the baby? Put a hoodie on that man, too. Everybody, put a hoodie on. We're going to be straight. We're going to tough it out until we really need to put the heat on. And so, right now, it went below. So, we're at minus one right now. So, right now, I'm like, all right, maybe it's time to turn the heat up. You're cheap. (laughs) Maybe I am cheap. I'm that guy that's watching the heat bill. Like, yo, do you need the heat? You need the heat on right now? You don't? Put a damn hoodie on. Anyway, I digress. I digress. So no snow around here, but there's a lot of snow in Buffalo, that's for sure. So right now, based on what we were doing to, like what Buffalo showed us that they are going to do all offseason, is just completely different. So now, fast forward to what we have right now. We aren't running the ball effectively. We are a pass-heavy team. Josh Allen right now is, is in this funk where he's turning the ball over, and then recently he he put out a quote that Something that I've been saying for a long time now is that this guy does not trust a lot of his teammates. And it's clear. And he even said it. I need to start trusting my teammates. I'm paraphrasing here, but in, in in the realm of what he's saying is I need to start trusting the guys around me instead of me having to do everything on my own. Uh duh, we've been saying that. We've been saying that. And the prime example of that is when it's a read option when he could clearly give it to Devin Singletary, he holds on to it for himself because maybe he just doesn't trust that Devin's going to get it or he feels like it's safer in my hand or maybe it's the freaking right read that he made. However, it's often that I see that he'll pull it away and take it himself, right? So there's going to come a time where you got to trust the guys around you. If the dump off that is right there and he's got no one around him and we need 15 yards. Devin may be able to get that 15 if you dump it to him, if you give him that chance. Now, we love it when he doesn't check down because I praise it. Yo, we don't check down for shit. We go for the sticks, right? But it's now it's it's biting us in the ass right now. You know what I'm saying? He's got 10 interceptions this year. And those 10 interceptions, 6 of those came in the last 3 games. So, we need there 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 needs to be a honing in on the trying to go for the gusto. And as sexy and as, 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 as much as we want that from Josh Allen, it hasn't served us well the last couple of games. You know what I'm saying? And right now, he's at 10 interception, leading the league. E, we don't like that. Leading the, leading, leading the league in his interceptions. We got to chill out on that, especially if we're trying to really push for this spot. We're trying to push for number one spot. And right now, number one seed, I'm not saying it's eluding us. It's not officially out of our grasp, but my goodness, it's not looking good right now. Now, we're six and three. Is not the end of the world. But we are going up against not a great matchup. And I hate to, to break it to people, but this matchup coming up with the freaking Cleveland Browns, I do not like. I don't like it one bit. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are problematic. Nick Chubb is quintessentially the RB1 in this game. Saquon Barkley is up there. Nick Chubb is number one in my opinion. Right now, it is Nick Chubb. This guy is a problem. Now, the defense has had some, 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 some problems now. We've had some, some, some shakiness. On stopping the run, Davin Cook just busted up for over 100 yards on us. The week before that, we had the Jets ran for 174. And the week prior to that, we had Green Bay run for 200. So there's a trend. And right now we're trending in not the right direction. And the way to shut that down is to really put out a performance that shuts everything down but the problem is we're going up against one of the best rushing attacks in the game with the Cleveland Browns. I don't like this freaking matchup. I'm not saying we we were doomed. I just don't like the matchup. The matchup was already a tough one when we faced the New York Jets, you know what I'm saying, with two strong corners and a good run game and a top 10 defense. That was that matchup was already going to be a challenging one. The X factor obviously was going to be Wilson. But Wilson didn't have a great, fantastic game, but he made plays when they needed to happen. Garrett Wilson went off on us. And that's what kept moving the sticks for these guys, right? But man, it's a tough one. My man, Radimus is like, yo, Rico, just say it, man. You think we're losing. Nah, man, I just don't like the matchup. The matchup, is it's a tough matchup. It's not like most people with a three and six record, the Cleveland Browns, most people would say, man, the Bills got this. We're about to take this. And we're gonna get back on track, cause that's what most folks are gonna try to say is that oh we should be able to take care of the Cleveland Browns with you know what I'm saying with a quarterback that ain't nobody respecting and uh, defense is letting half like almost like what twenty five points they're they're allowing a game, Cleveland Browns. So most folks would say nah we got this, but the matchup I don't like it. Uh, I don't like this matchup for us. You know what I'm saying this is gonna be more of a challenging game than us blowing this team out. That is for sure. Uh, Dakota J, uh, Jets fan Dakota J. What's up, Dakota? He says, Buffalo will get it right this Sunday. They haven't been the same since the Jets game. Um, Hate to break it to you, brother. It wasn't the Jets game they haven't been the same since. They haven't been the same since the second half of the Packers game, right? And then it trickled into the Jets game. And then we kind of got it back on, on top with the vikings game but we just gave the freaking vikings game away we just didn't capitalize we made too many mistakes turnovers fumbles like we just we gave them seven points in the freaking end zone you know what i'm saying like you 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 catch what i'm saying man so it is gonna be it's gonna be a tough one man it's gonna be a tough matchup i'm not a big fan of it but there are some keys to the victory and this is where i come in this is where my thought process will say like this is where we have our angles right and Obviously, some of this is going to be obvious, uh, but right now, there's some things that I need to make sense of before I, I go into how we're going to I mean, get out of there with a W. So first things first, we're not playing in Buffalo. The Bills will not be playing in Buffalo. The Bills will be playing in
3: Detroit. The
2: Bills game, because of too much snow. I think they're good. Like, I think people that live in Buffalo right now, you guys can tell me right now if you guys are in Buffalo. Um, what is that? Are you guys at five feet yet? I know you guys are around like three feet, give or take, three feet, three and a half feet. So, and I'm I'm looking at the pictures uh, from some of the Bills fans, I'm looking at pictures from uh people on Twitter. Um, y'all got a lot of snow, and I mean, it's and I'm not coming from a climate that has no snow whatsoever. I lived in Ontario, um, and Ontario's. Right next to right next to Buffalo. Uh, and we we know our snowstorms when, when they come. So it's not like we, I don't experience, I don't know what snow, what this snow is all about. So y'all, y'all getting dumped on right now. So it is tough. So for those that live in Buffalo, y'all let me know. So David Coolis. David Coolis says, yo, 59 inches in Orchard Park right now. Ooh, wee there you go, man. You guys see it. There's what uh, Jeff K says between four and four and uh, four and a half to five feet already. And it's probably going to keep dumping. It's probably going to keep dumping on you guys. Now the word is it's supposed to be kind of on its tail end by Saturday morning. So this is when, you know, the plows are going to start getting out there and they're probably going to get out there tonight. Who knows? Plows are going to start getting out there and kind of, kind of clearing the way. So which gives enough time for, for bills players to get on route, get on the flight, and get over to Detroit. Good thing is, Detroit's not a far flight. I think it's like a, an hour, and hour and a half flight, if that. Um, some, I think people said it was like 45 minutes, but I think it's like an hour, hour and a half flight. But anyway, uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But right now, people are snowed in, man, and there's not a whole lot uh, that can be done right now. So stay safe while you guys are out there. <coughs> uh, my man James, what's up, James? Comes in and says, hey, Rico, man, let's pull Vaughn back to LB. And add another big boy on front four. Go with four secondary. What do you think, bro? Um, no need to move uh Von Miller from where he's at because the guy's versatile. Either he stands up on the edge and drops back in coverage. I mean, there's so many ways you can kind of mask schemes and defenses, and you know, I'm saying, make it look like he's he's coming on a blitz or he's coming off of you know, what I'm saying, a, a rush, and then he drops. I mean, so there's so many things. So no need to. To move things around uh, when it's it comes down to execution, man. Like luckily, we're somewhat healthy on the defensive front. It's not like we're missing a whole lot of people. Right now, it's just Greg Rousseau. And I can't say just Greg Rousseau because Greg Rousseau is such a huge piece on the run defense. Um, but nonetheless, it's not like we we're out of it. We still got AJ. We still got, you know what I mean, Carlos Basham. We still got Ed Oliver uh daquan jones i mean we we're, we're stacked on the defensive front we've always known that and on top of that we got von miller no need to move things around i like what you're thinking but it's, it's not necessary we don't need to move things around we got to keep it the way it is it's just we got to execute that's what it comes down to man. we got to execute at the end of the day um my man shout out to my man the ref what's up ref ref comes in and says hey man the bills the last couple of years seem like a glass cannon in the regular season when we're on we're on when someone steps in and puts us in our place, we carry that for a few weeks with struggles. Um, <laughs> you know what? Sometimes it happens, man. Sometimes, I mean, it. and here's the worst part. It happened to us around the same time in the middle of the season where I wouldn't say we're feeling ourselves too much. But like, you know what I'm saying? We start to kind of, we start to get in a routine of like, okay, so if nobody's going to stop this, we're going to keep going and doing what we do. So the minute a team came in and stopped what we were doing and inflict a little bit more pain on us, we, we didn't, we didn't react well to it. So we're like, all right, we're, we're still a solid team. We'll just get back to what we do the, the following week. We lose again the following week. Now we're like, oh shit, let's now start really looking ourselves in the mirror. And I think that's what's happening right now. So this game coming up is a crucial one because it'd be a terrible look, right? If the Bills go on a three-game lose streak, it'd be an awful look. Now, is it the end of the world? No. But is, an awful, is it an awful look? Absolutely, it's an awful look. Because now we'll be in the likes of fighting to get back to winning this division. And that's where we need to be, right? So, yes, it would be an awful look to, to lose another game. But there are there are teams that have been in rough spots. Look at the Titans. The Titans started off rough this year, right? And look at them now. You know what I'm saying they weathered the storm and they're back into you know what I'm saying getting into the winning football right they had some bumps and bruises along the way but they're back to winning football the dolphins they went on a three game slide after they beat us they went on a three game slide and guess what guess right back to it they're right back to winning football games and they're now leading the division at a 7 and 3 record right so it happens it does happen so if this is our take our lumps then so be it, man. I mean, listen, man. Dolphins are seven and three. They lead the division right now. The Bengals are six and three. Excuse me. The the Ravens are six and three. We beat the Ravens, right? They're six and three. They lead their division right now. The Tennessee Titans, they started off rough, right? Didn't they? Didn't they start off like 0 and 2, 0 and 3, something like that, something stupid, right? They're now seven and three. They lead their division, and it was looking pretty shaky at first. So like there's there's gonna be moments where we have to we go through our shaky moments, right? The Kansas City Chiefs are seven and two, right? And they're right now they're looking like one of the best teams in the AFC. However, let's not let's keep it let's keep it real. They lost to us. They lost to the Colts. They almost lost to the Raiders. So they had some shaky games themselves. But at the end of the day, they pulled out the W. It don't matter. And, it, and it, nothing else matters. It's where they're at right now. So it's seven. they're seven and two. We just have to get back to it, one game at a time, and just get back on track. I'm saying, and then things will fall into place where they're supposed to, but it all starts with a quarterback. But I'm gonna go more. I'm gonna go further into. It starts with more specifically Ken Dorsey. Now, let me get to my point because I I got away from it, but I want to get back into it. So I talked about I talked about what the front office was able to put on the menu for us, and then Ken Dorsey would come in and cook the meal. But Ken Dorsey has been cooking. You know what I'm saying? Some different meals, right? So we're like, okay, so what's going on, fam? So let, let me get right into where my bone is <clears throat> with Ken Dorsey. So, and I gotta, I don't wanna say I gotta carefully say what I'm gonna say, but I, it's not about carefully saying it's just like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? So, do you need to, to get on Josh Allen's case of, you know what I'm saying, protecting the football? Kind of like when Dable chewed Josh Allen out for not, for not protecting the football. Because Dable did get on his ass. And we all saw it. Yo, what are you doing? And get on his ass, right? So that's something that Dorsey could do. But here's what I need to understand, right? So we are going, and this is this is we go and trade for Naeem Hines. We trade away Zach Moss. We have James Cook. So you think, okay, maybe we're gonna head into the running. Running phase. We're gonna try to you know take a little bit off of Josh Allen, especially because after he hurt his elbow, let's start kind of running the football. No, we don't. Right? First half looked a little more balanced, second half, training wheels off and went right back to what we were doing before. Heavy pass, depending on digs, depending on, on, on the pass game, and we neglect the run game, right? So more so on Ken before I get on Josh, right? So this week we have four healthy receivers. All right. Kumro is on injured reserve. We just brought in AJ Klein. AJ Klein now is going to be on this active roster. Tremaine Edmonds is out this game. So it's going to be a lot of Tyrell Dotson, potentially AJ Klein. But knowing how Coach deals, you know what I mean? Coach freaking McDermott, a guy comes on the team, he won't even play him. We got Dean Marlowe that hasn't even touched on the freaking field yet. We Got Naeem Hines has been on the team three weeks now. Three weeks. Is it three weeks now? Going on four or three weeks. I think we're on three weeks now. Has yet to have a rushing, like, has not even touched the ball in terms of in and it's it's hard for me to even say it. It's like you you traded for the guy, you haven't even touched, you haven't even gotten touched yet. what's up with that? I don't get it, right? So you start you start questioning shit. Yeah, yo, Dorsey, what are you what are you doing? So now. You got four receivers now, four healthy receivers. Isaac McKenzie, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. Who am I missing? Kumro's hurt. Stevenson's on IR. Shakir, Khalil Shakir. They're your four. You got four healthy receivers. Shakir, McKenzie, Davis, and Diggs. All right. And you got, got obviously, your tight ends. So we're probably going to go double tight ends. We're going to get some guys in there. You know, Reggie Gilliam can play a little tight end as well. All right. So now what? And you had like six RBs active last week. So like, what are we doing? I'd love to know what Ken Dorsey's up to. You're four receivers now, bro. You ain't got nobody else. Are you just going to continue to just keep whipping the ball out and just neglect the run? I'm curious. You know what I'm saying? Those are the things that I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what, what Dorsey's going to do because right now your, your chin is getting checked right now. You got your chin checked twice by the Vikings and the Jets. So now what? We haven't scored in the second half in three games. So now it's now it's on Dorsey to be like, all right, yo, what, what, what can I, what can I cook up to try to get this offense back over the hump? That's number one, right? That's that, that's what can. And then there's Josh. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna on a, I'm not gonna rip on Josh. Enough. I mean, I, I talked that length and some people were saying I was too harsh last week. I couldn't believe people telling me you're too harsh. I, I wasn't harsh enough. Personally, this team is destined to do so damn good this year. But when we give the freaking ball away, it, 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 it's a moot point for us even talking about going to the Super Bowl and talking about playoffs. You can't give the football away. And we know better. And it's not like we don't have the weapons to do it. Shouldn't be giving the ball away, baby. So we need to f- fix that. Whatever mental block that Josh Allen is going through, fix that shit. You're a professional. Fix it. Find a way. Find a way. By the way, sh- salute to my man, Maybach Mel. Smash that like while you guys are here. Let me get into it. So those are the, those are the things that, that's been on my mind, right? And I'm, I'm sitting here going like, come on, fam. Like, well, what, like what are we doing here? So hopefully this time that Josh has had to reflect and really you know I mean go touch through the game and and you know, I mean talk to coach Brady and, and Cromer and everybody and everybody kind of settle him down and, and let him get back to it but you got to you got to trust the guys around you and I'm not just talking about just Diggs because you we know you and Diggs got it that shit clicks like nothing but it's, it's time to now get Dorsey's got to try to get the game involved for guys like Dawson Knox, Naeem Hines, James Cook, like the guys that, you know what I'm saying, you brought on that were supposed to be so damn versatile. Let's start using these guys, man. Like, when is that going to happen? Because right now we're going, we're going up against a good matchup. It's a decent matchup. Now, Greg Newsome, cornerback, starting cornerback for the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns, uh, apparently concussed. After running into a player on Friday's practice, he's out for the game. So they're depleted a little bit on the corner side. So we're banged up, but we got to see what was, what was what's happening. But right now, man, it's, it's rough, man. It's rough. So Bills fans, we just got to, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> chill out and see if these guys will get their act together. Because right now, going 0-3, the optics is horrible. People are going to get on our case like you would not believe. They are going to get on our case. My man Sheldon Cole says, Rico, I have problems with Ken Dorsey. It's unfortunate. This man, <clears throat> Ken Dorsey's got a big task ahead of him. He's got a big task ahead of him. Because right now, what ends up happening is people start to now bring up Brian Dable. Would Brian Dable allow this crap? Wouldn't Brian Dable chew him? I already brought up Brian Dable. And I didn't even mean to. I brought it up because just it was just on my mind. His job is to like, yo, let me get things back on track because I don't want to hear anybody talking about no Brian Dable nonsense. Right? And here's another thing, too. Coach McDermott brought in counsel because you, he knows you're a first-year caller. So he's bringing guys to fortify, you know what I'm saying, you're the offense. Aaron Cromer's there. Brady's there. So, like, lean on these guys. I mean, there's no reason that we should be going through we don't know how to use our weapons because that's what it looks like. We don't know how to u- utilize our weapons. It's like these guys are collecting dust. And I I can't say that our offense is so complex that these guys can't jump on the field. The same freaking weekend that Christian McCaffrey got traded to the 49ers, he was playing. Same weekend. And a contributor. Last week, James Robinson gets traded from the freaking Jacksonville Jaguars. When we played, excuse me, two weeks ago, when he got traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bro, he was already playing that game and was a big-time contributor. I don't want to hear that, oh, these guys are still getting acclimated. Come on, man. Come on. Enough already. Enough already. I'm not trying to hear all that shit. Get these guys on the field. Put the best guy on there, and let's go. Let's roll. So all lives are going to be on what Ken Dorsey and this offensive crew and offensive staff is going to do. Against a Cleveland Browns defense that is not that great. Not that great. So we're going to see how this goes. Three and six right now. Cleveland Browns right now are allowing 238 points. 238 points. That's like one of the highest in the itchy, in the AF, in the freaking, hold on. Let me see what, where they rank right now. Bro, that's a top, that's a bottom tier defense right now. That's a bottom tier defense, the Cleveland Browns. They're allowing 238 points against their defense. No, no, no. The, the, the differential is minus 21. We can't do that. We can't do that. The Bills right now, the differential for the Bills is plus 99. We should be able to come in here and, and handle business. But you know what? This, is, this league is a league where funny things have happened. Funny things have happened, so we just got to make sure that we're, not fun of, that we're not part of that funny business. We don't want to be part of that buddy that funny business now that's ken dorsey josh allen knows what he's got to do trust your freaking guys around you stop being a hero you already know that that's the conversation that's being had right now you already alluded to it and admitted that you need to trust your guys around you so it's not, it's not like anybody's making it up you're saying it yourself so do it right remember what the what the big old thing was this year josh allen usually works on things and he, and he usually excels and does really well at them right I want to work on my deep ball. The deep ball has not been great. Last year, the deep ball was freaking A1, right? This year was like, I want to get my guys to have run after catch. That's the biggest thing. Yet to see it. I've yet to see the run after catch business. So there's there's things that, you know what I mean, we could get better at. I'm still, I'm still waiting. I'm still looking for it. All right? That's one. Offense can't be the only one getting it. Let's get after that defense. Right now, we knew this was going to happen without Trey White. Two young corners. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be some good days, and there's going to be some bad days. And last week was not a good day. Last week was not a good day. My man, Justin Jefferson, absolutely went off on the Bills secondary. It didn't matter who was covering him. He was catching that. He was making a play. And the biggest play came on one of the best catches that a lot of people have seen. I thought it was a great catch. I don't think it was amazing, but it was still freaking damn good. It was still pretty damn good. All we had to do was bat that ball down, but we didn't. So what that tells me is we lack experience back there, right? Now, coaching. Why? And now, I'm not questioning the, the reason as to why we had... Hold on, somebody said my man, Mike. What's real? Mike say. Mike says, yo, I hope does his picks before his voice gives up. <laughs> yo, you hear my voice, right? <laughs> so, looking at this defense... This defense is a good defense. We're a top 10 defense. I think we're, I think we're, we might out, be out of the top 10 defense. I think we're still top top 10 defense uh, based on what we're, what kind of defense we have um, and the statistics. But right now, the defense had a shaky game, man. We let one guy really take full advantage of us. We let Dalvin Cook squeak a big ass run on us. Other than that, we were pretty tight. So, I don't worry as much for this defense. I know we're going to get back on track. We got a lot of veteran guys on the squad that'll get us back on track. But on the back end side is where we, we, we lack the, I guess, the veteran ability. Now, hopefully, hopefully, Jordan Poyer is playing this game. Now, I haven't seen him trending like he wasn't playing. So far, what I do know is that Tremaine Edmonds is out for sure. Greg Rousseau is out for sure. Uh, Tremaine Tremaine Tredavious White out for sure he ain't playing so chances are Poyer is going to be playing this game so um when Jordan Poyer is out of the game we're one and three when he's in five and oh so that should tell you the big difference that Jordan Poyer does and makes for this team so you have Jordan Poyer and having Hamlin out there and Hamlin's playing, playing extremely well and he's playing with a lot of confidence those two should really give a little bit of a confidence boost to this defense, some veteran ability, right? Some leadership back there. Now, Kyrie Elam, I'm not sure what the, what the deal is with Kyrie Elam. Um, maybe he's due back. Christian Benford, um, I mean, had some time in, and uh, so did Dane Jackson. So we'll see how that plays out. Dean Marlowe might get some time. You know what I'm saying? Some familiarity. We need some guys that know this defense, that know where they're supposed to be, where well, we're going to soon find out. And then last but not least, obviously, you saw the difference when Tremaine Edmonds was out. When Tremaine Edmonds was out, the defense was still good, but just not the same. And you know the difference when Matt Milano' is not in. When Matt Milano is not in and Tremaine Edmonds is in, it's a different defense. It's lovely when we have both guys on the field, which we had last week until edmonds was 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 uh, was off to the sideline. So we need to get our we need to just get some 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 cohesiveness, a, a nice nucleus, nice base, so we can just have an understanding. We just need guys back, right? And what a big one would be is to have Trey White back, but he's not ready now. Based on on information coming from my guy, the thigh master Alex, uh, the average time for guys to be out on this uh, this type of injury is about twelve months, give or take. Uh, right now, Trey's Trey's at like eleven 5 11.8 months right now. So he's 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 near he's near the the time to come back. Uh when he'll come back probably 2 weeks from now. And some people are growing very frustrated with Trey White not being back. A lot of people say man just count him out for the year and he's done. He ain't coming back. Just count his ass out. I'm not quite there yet. I, I feel like the more time he's out the better it is for him because he's just sure. I'm gonna tell you right now. If you guys watched the Baltimore Ravens when they took on the uh, the Miami Dolphins, Marcus Peters looked rough. But Marcus Peters was coming back from the same freaking injury, coming back from the same injury. So it took him some time. It took him like two to three games to really get back to, you know what I'm saying, being on top of things. So Trey White, although he's not in right now, once he does get in, don't expect him to come off... ready to roll it's going to take him a game two maybe three game to get back into you know what I'm saying playing contact football so we'll see how that plays out but this defense if we're going to if we're going to make something happen in this game it's going to start on the backs of this defense especially against a, a, a very good cleveland browns team now let's get right into it man this this how how are we gonna how are we gonna win this game here right first of all we're not playing in buffalo so we're on turf so right now everyone's on on fair ground. There ain't no weather elements. There's no wind. This is straight me against you, athlete versus athlete. We're gonna find out which team, you know, what I'm saying can can really come out and and show what's good. Sometimes the elements change the way games are played, right? Some guys are not very good at playing in the cold. Some guys are great. This has nothing to do with anything. This has nothing to do with anything. This this Browns team, although they're three and six they're not a 3 and 6 type of team. I think we all know that. So they they came in and beat the Panthers 26-24. They lost to the Jets on a on a close one, 31-30 back in week 2. And then that they beat the they beat the Steelers, they lost to the Falcons. That that was a, that was a stinker one. I don't know how that happened. They barely lost to the Chargers 30 to 28. They lost to the Patriots. That was a game that they just they just things didn't go right. That was I I just, I remember watching that game. That was just almost every mistake that could happen happened to the Cleveland Browns. And the loss to the Ravens 23-20, same same score as us. They beat the Bengals 32 to 13 and they lost to the they the, the, they recently just lost to the about the uh the Dolphins 39-17. So, Jacoby Brissett has been holding it down as much as he can uh, until watson comes back but just It's just not, it's, it's not, you know, this is not a Jacoby Brissett team. This is a run team with some good, some good defensive pieces on the squad. So looking at what they have, I mean, right now, Nick Chubb is, he's like a hundred yards shy from a thousand yards this year. You know what I'm saying? He's got 160 carries and he's already got 11 freaking rushing touchdowns. He's got 11 rushing touchdowns already. All right. Um, Amari Cooper. Don't forget, these guys got some, some good players on the squad. They got Amari Cooper, uh, their best uh, their best receiver. I'm looking out to see wh- who else they got out there, right? So they got Amari Cooper. Obviously, you got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt uh, running the Rock right now. Um, you got Amari Cooper. You got Donovan Peoples-Jones. You got David Njoku. Um, my man James says, yo, man, they're three and six. They're not a very good team. You know what I'm saying? And some might, some people might say the Bills are 6-3. and three. They're not a very good team. You know what I'm saying? Because of the two losses we took, might, people might be looking like, so records sometimes don't mean nothing, man. It's about matchups. Don't forget, people. It's all about matchups. Matchups, matchups, matchups. And Bills fans, sometimes we get this way where we feel we got this. We said the same shit against the Jets. We said the same shit against the Vikings. And look at the results. We're the, we're the team sitting here. 0-2 the last two games. I'm just saying. So we got to get off this whole like, but if they're the Browns. They're 3-6. and six. Don't buy that bullshit. Do not buy that bullshit, man. It's about matchups. And right now, they have a very good O-line and two solid backs. So they're going to they're going to try to establish the run on us early. And we don't match well against them when it comes to running. So for us, we got to get on them in the air and quickly. So we can neutralize that part. But I'm gonna get into that in just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But not a bad team. Not a bad team at all. And uh they got a good pass rusher, obviously. Uh, in my man Miles Garrett, and then uh they got uh Jeremiah, Jeremiah a, a Awasu. I mean, I guess we're gonna J O JOK. jok OK's got they got some good, they got some good players on there, but defensively, they've allowed a lot of points, man. They've allowed a lot of points. So this is ideally a game where Bills to come in and be angry pissed off and run amok and throw all over this this brown's defense that's the hope and i hope that's the way it goes down but matchups are everything man so we got to neutralize that damn run game so <clears throat> looking at what we need to do and keys to victory here's number one <laughs> i mean i think this is the obvious right and before I before I get in there, I gotta give a shout out to my man, uh Jonah Periski. What up, Jonah? Jonah, my dolphins fan. Jonah must be at the top of the world right now because he's a loyal dolphins fan, but he's a true, he is a true. Let me let me put it this way, man. Jonah keeps it real. He doesn't let me he doesn't put the fluff. I'm gonna put your your, your statement up in just a second, uh Jonah. He he's like my man Kevin. And Jonah, actually, I should have you on the show uh sometime soon. Actually, the next time that we Bills and Dolphins play, I want to bring you on if you're down. But anyway, uh, Jonah keeps it real. He's he's like Kevin, keeps real, doesn't fluff, and he, he tells it like it is. He's been watching the Bills a long time, and he knows what's good. Was good. Now, before I even read what he says, let me see what Jonah says. Jonah says uh, the Browns are a typical three and sixteen. They are awful. Losing to them is inexcusable. Miles Garrett just threw the entire coaching staff under the bus. If the Bills lose on Sunday, it's time to panic in Orchard Park. Oh, Jonah, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Well, Jonah put it out there. He says the Browns are awful. I don't think they're awful, um, but he says they're awful. I mean, Jonah's talking right now because the Dolphins just put a leaking on the Browns last week, 39, 17. So I can understand why he's talking the way he's talking. However, however, they're three and six. They've only won three games. And, uh, if Miles Garrett, I didn't even know Miles Garrett put his team under the bus like that, but he's probably pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you kind of knew this was going to be happening, Miles Garrett, because you don't have your true starting quarterback. Now, if the Bills, now the real statement that stood out right here was, if the Bills lose on Sunday, it's time to panic in Orchard Park. Well, that's the big one. And does my man Jonah have a point? If the Bills do lose on Sunday, Are we to panic? Is it time to panic? That would drop the Bills to six and four. That would drop the Bills. Actually, that would make the Bills losing to another conference foe. We can't have that. And are you guys in agreement with that? Is Jonah correct? My man James says, Jonah is right, Rico. Stop playing, man. He's right. Let me say Let me put it this way. My man says, damn right, we panic. Well, here's the deal. Do we panic? Is it reason for us to panic? Um, Panic? No, I don't think we I don't think it's, it's for us to panic. Concerned? Absolutely. Absolutely concerned. Panic? I'm like panic. You know, when people panic, you start throwing anything, anything at the wall to try to get out of this mess that you're in. If we lose to the Browns, I don't think we're going to be like, okay, let's try to do things. Let's change things up. Let's I don't think it's going to get to that point. I think it's going to be like, yo, dig down and just get out of this freaking slump that we're in. But let's not put ourselves in that freaking position. (laughs) Please, let's not put ourselves in that position because they will get on our ass. And as they should, if we lose to the freaking Cleveland Browns, they should get on our ass and not let off of us. They shouldn't. We should have no business. We should have no business. See what I'm saying having any type of, well, because no excuses inexcusable. And he said it inexcusable to lose. And it'd be tough. Now the matchup is a tough one. And so man, I don't want to think that we're just going to get it just like that. But is it time for us to panic? No, but I think it's more. So it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a you, you got to pause for a minute and now show some concern. Cause I'll be concerned Now, The and it's tough before before the game, but where it's where we fail is gonna be the problem. So if Josh Allen continues to throw the ball away, now this is where you're gonna be like, okay, what the fuck is happening? Josh just can't seem to hold on to the football. He's throwing the damn. Like, do I need to do I need to get Coach Boone to come out? You know what I'm saying? And treat you like Petey? I don't want that to happen. And if you guys catch that reference. Kudos to you. But I don't want Coach McDermott having to knock on Coach Boone's door and say, Yo, man, I need you to come to come talk to Josh Allen and give him that PD treatment. You know what I'm saying? You drop the ball, you run a mile. You throw the interception, you're run a mile. Like, listen, <laughs> if if coach boone was coaching this team, man, Josh Allen would be the most in-shape cat ever. Because my man's throwing picks left, right, center. We need to slow down them interceptions, you know what I'm saying, and chill out before we start making you run a mile like Petey. You feel me? So uh, there's, a, there's a lot that would have to be concerned. So if he, if he comes into this game and he's giving the ball away to the Cleveland Browns and we lose because of that, we got problems. We got big problems. And that's where there's going to be big-time big concern. Panic? No. Very big concerns? Absolutely. freaking um, so and that's number one, right? Panic, no, concern, yes. So I appreciate you by the way, Jonah, for that comment. Um, kind of get to, kinda, kinda the kind of kind of gets the juices flowing a little bit because now it got me thinking if we really want to win this weekend. The one way to win in this game is to have balance. You want to be able to keep guys off your back. By running the football. If you can't run the football and all you do is freaking pass, 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 you become predictable. And when you're predictable, we play you better. We we line up different because we know what you're going to do. We know your tendencies. And if you guys have not been paying attention, Patrick Peterson, where's my phone at? Patrick Peterson pretty much called out. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention on my Twitter. Uh, I found um all things covered podcast um and uh patrick peterson DB for the vikings pretty much called this out pretty much knowing what we were gonna do let me show you let me let me play you a clip
3: real quick yeah, break, break down the play for us break down oh but yeah the, the play man on that play um yeah it was fourth and two you know at, at that point evidently those guys were trying to go for the dagger. You know, just put the dagger in, in us. You know, just just take all the air out of us.
2: You know, that fourth and two play, man. Just take the fucking points, man. Take the points. I I was so mad. I even before they even went for, it, I was like, yo, take the points. Don't. I, I get it. You want to go for the dagger, but there's still so much game left. Take the points. Nope. McDermott made the call to go for it.
3: Mm. At that point in the, of the game, and as a defense, you play defense. You know, you always want to play, make them play one more down, make them snap it again. Yep. And that's what we did, you know. And with me, uh, I think it was a yeah, it was a two by two set. It was a wide formation. Uh, Davis was out wide, if I'm not mistaken. He motioned in to create like a stack. He won't, he ran like a quick under. McKenzie ran a speed out.
2: And so now he's explaining that fourth and two. So pretty much what he said was he's like McKenzie McKenzie is a quick and this is the thing about and and I got to I got to say this because film matters people watch the film tendencies matter so when you have a quick guy like McKenzie they only run certain routes quick outs wheel routes you know what I'm saying flat You're not, you know, you're not very rare that you see them run posts, right? That's a bigger guy, possession guy. You know what I'm saying? Runs out. So he, in that sequence, he's like, he ran a quick out. I followed him, and then I tossed him out of bounds. So knowing that once he gets out of bounds, he can't be, he can't come in bounds to try to catch the football. That's a flag. So now Josh Allen, now realizing that. So he says, okay, he sees that DB is following He's following uh, McKenzie and now McKenzie's out of bounds. Josh is f- paying attention to D- Dawson Knox on the back end, whips it. Pat Peterson was like, hold on. McKenzie can't come back in there. He doesn't know that I'm uncovered. Interception, right? That was the first one. Right. So he explains that. Now this is this is the this is the one that I really wanted you guys to listen to. To the left. And he looks the, to the right. Overtime. I said if you're looking to the right. The
3: left corner is Pat P. Take us through that play. Take us through that play, Pat P. Were you in man? Were you in quarters? Were you in zone? What, what were you in? And take us through what you saw because you were on Gabe Davis, if
2: I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, correct?
3: Yeah, yeah, I was on Gabe Davis, man. Mm-hmm. I could show you my notes. Routes that Gabe Davis run. post, did plant occasionally. If he's if it's two by two, open set. And he'll, he'll give you a glance route if he's that X there receiver for uh, in a cut split with the running back, you know, to his side.
2: So therefore so, so as a DB, when you know what your opponent runs typically, yo half the battle's done. I know what you're running, so now I can kind of play. I can bait. I can make it look like I don't know what you're doing, and look like I and boom, I can jump on that shit. So he knows exactly what Gabe Davis runs. And when when you are a a receiver and your repertoire is, I don't know, I'm based on what Patrick Peterson is telling us, you only got four routes in your route tree when there are nine routes and you only run four of them. I got you. You feel me? So listen up. Does that only apply in the field, or does that apply in the red zone as
3: well? Everywhere. 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 Okay. Buffalo bit concept in the red zone is laser meaning. The number two receiver is like a clear out guy. He's basically running to the opposite pylon. Mm-hmm. And that uh, the number two, the number one receiver behind him, because he's the clear out guy, is running a dig. That's basically the concept they ran right. for me to pick that off. And they also like to run a double Dino, which is a double post. Double that post. So
2: that double post is, is a is a quarters beater is what they say. So when these guys are playing quarters defense, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's got their zones. Your, your double slant or your double post is pretty easy, man. Josh can. Pretty much pick what he wants. So on that play, Josh wanted Gabe that whole time. You know what I'm saying? And it's worked before. If you go back to that Chiefs game, Josh hit, Josh hit my man on a post play, money, and it was on it. So he tried to go for it again on that quarters defense. But Pat P was like, "I've seen you do this before, and I know that's what he does, and I'm he's gonna do it to me again." So what does Pat P do? Watch this. Zone beater. That's a red zone yeah. beater. That's
3: a quarter of the beater, and that's what mm-hmm. we were saying. Everybody loves to run that. That's that's those guys' two-man concepts. And with me going back to my film study, me being on Gabe Davis at the time, I'm like, all right, man, this guy here, he's an inside breaking receiver. He showed me that all game. He didn't give me nothing else all game, like we talked about. He showed me something on tape and he, and, it, 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 and it validated itself in, 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 in the game. I was like, oh yeah. It's crunch time. It. If he run this route, I'm going to go pick this ball up. You can ask your day, his wife. He was on the I was on their sideline. I said, Trey, if they come into this side, I'm about to pick this ball Taking up. That. And lo and behold, we was in quarters. I knew Josh Lewis was in quarters. They ran the, the laser concept. Mm-hmm. And then motioned over. They tried to hide it. It started off in a bunch. Motioned them over. Ended up in a two-by-two two set. Ran the laser concept. 85 was a playwright guy. Josh thought he thought he had it and like I said.
2: And that's what it was, 85 was Quentin Morris. Quentin Morris came in, tried to clear out and then here comes Davis behind him. And Allen tried to trust his arm because he got power to throw it in there and Patrick Peterson knows that. So he's like, all right, I'm gonna make it look like it's open and I'm, I'm gonna just undercut it. And that's exactly what he did. He undercut that thing and game over, sealed. Now, most people say that was a bad pass from Josh or you could just say it was a bad decision by Josh. Who knows, man? The play, maybe the play was there. Maybe it wasn't. Pat P was like, I made mean, it look like it was there, but I closed on it and game over. Anyway, it sucks to go back over it. But the point I'm trying to make is we've got to be a little more creative. Uh, we've got to be a little bit more unpredictable because teams are starting to kind of figure us out. And it was very clear by what Patrick Peters just said, man. He only runs a few routes. You know what I'm saying? And I know what Josh likes to do when it comes into the red zone. This Double D knows that's a a red zone beater. These guys like to do that. That's the concept that they do. I'm on that shit. So I'm hoping that the whole team heard that shit and they start to kind of, you know what I'm saying? Change things up. Or, if you're bold enough, do it again, but this time, execute. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Execute. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Now, How do we win this game? How do we freaking win this game? Well, it's freaking simple, man. It is... It is. Jacoby Brissett is Jacoby Brissett, man. I don't trust Jacoby Brissett. I can't say I don't trust him because I said the same thing about about freaking uh, Zach Wilson and Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson connected. And they were problems for us that whole game. So Jacoby Brissett... Has had a decent connection with Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is a hell of a route runner, a great route runner at that. They got a good defense, they got a good tight end and in David Njoku. So we've got some, some some work cut out for us. So we just got to make sure that we buckle down first and foremost, seal and take away that run. That run game is something else, man. So, d- d- you know, Quan Jones, Tim Settle, Amari, listen, Ed Oliver. Y'all going to have your work cut out because that old line is a good one. That's a good old line led by their center, uh, led by a former Bill uh, guard. You know what I'm saying? So, like, th- this is this is a good squad. So we just got to make sure that we freaking slow that team down. Kareem Hunt and Chubb, we just can't let them have it. We just can't. They got to earn every morsel, every yard they've got to earn. If they've got to give this guy 42 fucking carries and he earns 80 yards, I'm fine with that, man, because we're not get we're going to try to not give this guy an inch. <laughs> so Lou says, yo, what's the blueprint, man? What's the blueprint? <laughs> the blueprint is simple, man. Stop the freaking run. That's number one. You got to You got to slow it down. You really got to slow it down now. And it's all about the penetration in the middle. So you got to guys with guys, like especially with Nick Chubb. You got to string that guy to the sideline, like string him like the same. You got to treat him the same way you treat Henry. Get him before he gets going. Get him before his legs get going forward. So if we can get that get that out of the way, man, that's a big part of this game. All right? That's number one. Number two, in order to neutralize that, we got to put points on the board ourselves, right? Not just in the first half. You know, we got to be able to do that in the second half because we have not scored in three freaking games in the second half. So we've got to be able to, you know, we get our act together and put points on the board. Um, So that way, it turns the Browns into a one-dimensional team. They've got to pass the football, and this is where we get our guys to get after it, like Von Miller. We paid this man a lot of money. Get after that. So let's slow down that run. You know what I'm saying? String him out. Get him to the sidelines, man. Don't let him go north south. We got to keep him eat wet east west. String his ass out. That's number one. Number two, Josh Allen, man, he can't. Turn the ball over. We just can't. We can't give him the football, man. So if you got to check down, then check down. Now, here's my thing about the check down. Now that Josh is aware that he needs to check down, I wonder how often he's going to check down, where we're looking at this game going, this is weird. This is a weird Josh Allen. But we're not going to be in a, in a position to say and call it out that it's weird because he's doing what is is essential for this offense to roll. Instead of him forcing everything, he's got to take what's there. So we're going to be in a tough position where we're like, oh, this is weird. This is not a Josh Allen that I'm used to. This is a different Josh Allen. But Josh Allen, is gonna be, he's going to be the Josh Allen that doesn't want to turn the ball over. Now, is he going to be a scared Josh Allen? Heck no, he's not. He's just going to be a more careful Josh Allen and not just going to take everything that's there. So I'm hoping that he finds the balance I'm hoping that he finds the balance. But, like, man, if a guy is right there and you can gain eight yards with him, let, let him do it. And then you know what? Let that yak yards do its work. Devin Singler can, can, can make anybody miss. Khalil Shakir can make anybody miss, man. Let these guys do work. You know what I'm saying? So take the check down. Take that opportunity because it's going to be there. This defense is not a good defense. They're not a good defense. So if it's there, take it. Don't force it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and at the end of the day, it's going to come down to coaching man ken dorsey um mcdermott mcdermott hasn't been coaching scared so i don't i don't be i don't think he's going to be coaching scared i think he's going to continue to do that um but ken dorsey find ways to to like to get your guys involved you know what i'm saying that that's like get your guy get your playmakers involved man you brought in naeem Heisman, get him the ball you got james cook you draft him in the second round get him the ball Get these guys the ball. Get the playmakers the ball. Let them do what they're supposed to do. I'd love to see a lot of that happen. Um, how, how to how and here's the thing, man. What we gotta avoid is obviously turning the ball over. We just obviously you gotta avoid that. Avoid the stupid penalties. We had seven penalties for six, seven penalties for 69 yards last week. Avoid the stupid penalties, man. The drive killing penalties, we gotta avoid that shit at the end of the day. We just can't. We can't. And at the end of the day, man, fucking score, man. Score the score. That's all I need. That's all we need from you, man. Score Jordan Poirier should be back. So we should have some, some, some continuity in the back, the back end of the defense. So we'll start to, you know what I mean, slow these defenses, these offenses down and then give back, give the ball back to the offense and let let us do what we do. We just got to get back on track. But we got to play our brand of football, man. Let's go. Anyway, that's it for me. I just want, I need to get out there and get that off my chest. Um, this, this is going to be a tricky game, man. This, this game coming up is not going to be one that we're going to just walk right through it. And if we do, fan-freaking-tastic. I just don't like the matchup. The matchup is not one that uh, I'm a fan of. So uh, let's, let's take a look at the uh, the pickups this for, the, for the week, man. Let's see what we got. Um, boy, how did we do last week? First and foremost, let's talk about it. So Seattle lost to Tampa, so we didn't do well there. <laughs> the Bills lost to the Vikings. We didn't do well there. Uh, Detroit beat Chicago. We didn't do well there. Yo, we had a horrible week, man. Tennessee beat the Broncos. Like, dude, we had an awful week for picking. Oh my goodness, man. Yeah. And y'all let me pick. <laughs> that is freaking god awful. Let me just go back. I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm right with the with what I had. Yo, Tampa won. Obviously, and Detroit won. Tennessee one uh the jack kansas city won obviously so we picked the kansas city game miami beat the browns we picked that one giants beat the houston um saints who did the saints play the saints played oh pittsburgh and uh the saints who won that game oh yeah it's 20 to 10 for pittsburgh how did pittsburgh we lost that one too i did not see that one coming the Raiders lost to the freaking Indy and we thought the Raiders were going to win. Come on, man. Woo! The Raiders. What a hot mess those guys are. You got your quarterback crying on TV now. It's garbage. Green Bay comes back and beats Dallas. Yeah, we had a horrible week, man. Did the Rams win? I don't even know if the Rams win. I think the Rams lost. Or did the Cards win? I can't. I'm trying to remember what the what happened with the Cardinals and the Rams. I know those that, that was a shitty ass game. Um Arizona won. Yeah, Cardinals lost. Uh, Cardinals won, excuse me. So we picked the cards to win. San Francisco won. And Washington with the upset special. Remember when I called it? I said, upset special. I'm picking Washington over the Eagles. And I got that one. My upset special is pretty damn good so far, folks. I'm not going to front. It's pretty damn good, man. Pretty damn good. Um, (laughs) Yo, James said, yo, stop saying we. It was you. Your picks are garbage. (laughs) Yo, you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right about that. Um, Scott van Lu says, yo, two questions, Rico. First one is, when are they going to use use Heinz? bro, fantastic question. I have no idea when they're going to use Heinz. I have no idea. Hopefully it's this week. Hopefully it's this week, but they keep freaking messing around with people man. Um, we got them in the trade and we're not utilizing him like we should. and why are they playing why aren't they playing white or why are they playing white? Uh, are they saving him for playoffs? Oh, why aren't they playing white? Well, Tradeavius Weiss, he's just not ready yet. And McDermott said he's just not ready. He feels maybe it's a mental thing. Who knows? But he's just not 100% ready. So, and he's not going to, he's not about to risk putting Tradeavius out there if he's not physically and ready to go 100% mentally and physically. So he's keeping him out there. I respect it. I think we're more frustrated than anything, but I don't think um, we still have a top 10 defense. So it's not like we're dying without having Tredavious White. And truth be told, Justin Jefferson probably would have done the same thing if in this game, maybe not as many statistics, but probably would have just, he would have ate just as much in this game because he's that good. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it is what it is. Uh, my man Mike says, yo, Rico, you pick commanders for the upset second time in three weeks. Hey, Mike, you paying attention, son. Mike's paying attention. Mike knows what's up, man. Yo, Taylor henneke has got these guys playing, man. I'm not going to lie. Sheesh. All right. Now let's pick these weeks, yo. I, one, two, three, four, five, six. Man, I had six games right. Golly, that was horrible. <laughs> yo, Andrew's like, yo, stop putting we in this man. It was you. You made those picks. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely freaking right. All right, let's let's get this let's get this party started, man. Let's see what we got here. Here we go. Pick them for week eleven. Tennessee, obviously they, they took down Green Bay. Green Bay was hot last week, and then they just went back to being normal again. So they lost that game. So here we go. Chicago, Atlanta. Chicago and Atlanta. The three and seven Chicago Bears take on Atlanta. Who are you guys liking that one? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of feeling Chicago right now. And so is, oh, no. They got Atlanta winning this one. Atlanta's minus three. I'm taking the upset. I say the Bears
3: over Atlanta. What do you guys think?
2: Or are you guys gonna just let me do this on my own, huh? It was you, you made that call. Okay, now you guys are making a call with me. Andrew, yo, <laughs> lips it's like, yo, that was you making the call. Look at and, yo, look at you, you trying to make calls with me. <laughs> so don't don't just say it was me that was making the call. It was all of us making this, right? I say Bears win this one too. Bears over Atlanta, I'm taking that. Let's roll. All right, next up. um uh, let's All right. Uh Cleveland-Buffalo. Man, I'm taking Buffalo because Buffalo needs this game. They need it. So Buffalo over Cleveland. All day. I'm not even... There's no questions. There's no and, ifs, or buts. They need this game. Simple as that. Philadelphia and Indianapolis. Well, I'm taking Philly because Philly... I can't see Philly losing again. And Indy's just... With the new head coach, (laughs) with Jeff Saturday, Uh, I can't see Indy upsetting Philly. So let me give, you know what, though? How you guys feel about this one? Philly over Indy or is Indy, does Indy have something? And uh, Indy wants to put something through. (laughs) I see. (laughs) It's like, yo, my bad, man. Mine were terrible, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week was an awful week. No, I don't think anybody won money on that week. That was a weird week. So who you guys got, man? Eagles? You like the Eagles? Eagles over Indy? Yeah, I think I'm taking Philly over Indy. I'm taking that one. Um, Let me see. What do we got? Jets, Patriots. What do you guys think about that one? The Jets and Patriots. Something tells me. Something tells me New England is going to take on the Jets. I think New England beats the Jets. And then then that fucks the whole afc east up (laughs) yo okay you guys are you guys are with me you guys are with me i'm taking patriots man patriots over the jets i think bill belchick is like nah man i ain't losing no jets i'm not losing to the jets so patriots over the jets and i think this is their second matchup i think yeah, I think Pats take the Jets too. I think Pats take the Jets. Are you guys with me? Okay, we got. We're on the same page. Let's do this. Um, next up, Chiefs and New Orleans. Man, what an ugly game that is. And I don't even know if Stafford is playing. Stafford might be playing, and they're going with uh, Andy Dalton. Jameis Winston's pretty much lost his job, so that's that's a, he's a friggin' for next year. That's for damn sure. So Rams at New Orleans. I'm gonna. I don't even know what to say. Um, who you guys like? Rams, Saints. What do you guys like? Rams or Saints? Talk to me now. Rams, Saints. Rams, Saints. What do you guys got? Right now, I'm thinking... Um, I have no idea. That's a toss-up for me. That's like a 50-50. Let's see what the, they're saying about this game. Let's go to the game cast. Game cast is saying... See, that's a tough one, right? See, this is like a 47-52%. to So... Um, they got the Saints because the Saints are at home at minus three. Saints at home minus three. You guys like the Saints in this one? Kamara's going off. And the Rams are just not that good, man. The Rams are just just shaky right now. So you know what? I'm going to take the Saints as well because you guys took the Saints. So I'm taking the Saints. Saints over the Rams. I'll take that. All right.
3: Next up. Carolina,
2: Baltimore. Well, give me Baltimore. That's that's an easy one. Baltimore over the Panthers. That's a no-brainer. I don't even need to talk about it. Washington, Houston. Give me the Commanders. Give me Washington over the Texans. I'll take that all day. There's nothing really to talk about that. And, uh, and listen, Cooper cup being out for the Rams game for those that do fantasy and that have Michael that, that have uh, Allen Robinson, like I do, that's been suffering and making him start every week thinking that, okay, this is the game. This is the game. Well, guess what? There is no Cooper cup. So this is the game that Mike Rob, like Allen Robinson goes off and goes off for the next four weeks. And hopefully you guys have built a chemistry together that you can keep going. That gets me to win my damn fantasy league. Jeez. Anyway. Proceed. Um, so I got Washington over Houston, Philly over Indy, I got Patriots over the Jets. Um, Detroit Giants. I mean, Brian Dable got these boys playing, right? So I'm taking the Giants over the Lions. I got Denver and oh, what a horrible game to watch. Denver and Las Vegas. Yo. This guy said Robinson's washed. He's not washed. You know what? You want to know who's washed? Freaking Matthew Stafford is washed. Matthew Stafford's the one that's washed. Not freaking uh not Robinson. Anyway, I digress. Uh okay, who do you got, man? Vegas and the Broncos. Las Vegas, Raiders and the Broncos. Raiders and the Broncos. You guys like Denver? Are we riding with Denver? Let's ride. Yo, we picked a lot of winners this week. <laughs> yeah, we about to find out what well, we did. <coughs> Who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? You like the Raiders? You think all that, all that boo hoo hooing that uh Derek Carr did is gonna, you know, and get them the win? I mean, I can't see it. They got a talented team and they just can't put it together, man. I'm blaming that on head coach, man. Get that bum out of there. I mean, Vic. Denver's got a good defense, though, man. Denver's got a decent defense. Broncos Raiders are cooked, <laughs> yo. That's an awful game to watch. Actually, let me see who they got winning this game because I really don't know. That's a toss up, man. So right now Vegas has, wow, they got Raiders sixty three percent winning this one, and they and that's the that's the on the road team. Raiders at two point two and a half. I kind of like the Raiders, though. They got a lot of weapons on that team, man. Raiders over the Broncos. I think I fuck with that. I mess with that. I like it. I like it. Uh, who do we got? And we got a few more games to pick, and then we that's it for the night. Uh, let's see. We got Detroit. We did that one. Dallas, Minnesota. Dallas, Minnesota. Dallas, obviously, they lost that last game. That's a tough one, man. Minnesota going to Dallas. Actually, Dallas going to Minnesota. Uh, Justin Jefferson is probably hurt. Um, he's questionable right now. He's got a toe injury, so you can't really fully beat yourself with a toe injury. So I'm going to give Dallas the edge. I'm going to say Cowboys beat the. I think uh, yeah, I think the Cowboys beat the Vikes, man. Justin Jefferson is is, is that team Dallas going to upset? Yeah, I think I'm picking Dallas too, man. Mike Harson, yo Skull, you think they're going to win that? Dallas if Diggs is on Jefferson. Jefferson's is not 100%. And Adam Thielen is just not the same receiver he was back in the day. So um, that's where they're at right now. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. I'm taking Cincy. Now, Pittsburgh has uh, Watt back. TJ Watt is back. He's made a huge difference. But I think Cincy is just ready to roll. So I say Cincy over Pitt. Uh, I might regret that one. But I'm uh, I'm taking Cincy over that one. And uh, last but not least, two more games. we got Kansas City Chiefs against the uh, the Chargers. And I think the Chargers gain back Keenan Allen and they get Mike Williams back. But that defense is just not the same. So I'm taking KC over the Chargers. And if the Chargers win that game, even better. Uh, But uh, I'm taking the KC against them. And San Francisco, Arizona taking SF against the Cards. Now, is there an upset special in this one? I think I took the Bears over Atlanta. I think, but is that really an upset? Bears over Atlanta. um, Patriots over the Jets. I like that one. I like that matchup. Uh, But there's not really any upset specials that we picked. So, I don't know. I think I'm going to keep it like that. I'm going to keep it like that. If Chargers win, great. But let me tell you, man, the implications of the Patriots-Jets game. Because and who's Miami? Miami have a bye? Because I didn't see Miami. I think Miami's got a buy this week, right? I think they may have a bye. Yes, they do have a buy, actually. So Dolphins are chilling right now and in a great position. If the Patriots beat, if the Patriots beat the Jets, that just brings everything back into the fold. And if the Bills win, it's Miami. And the bill's back on top. And then it's and just, man, it's going to be something. Man, it's going to be something. Uh, One Punch Man says, yo, Rico, have you ever used the Mr. Unlimited line in the bedroom? I think it works. I've seen it on the TV. I've, I have no idea what that is, brother. But, <laughs> but I, if it's working for you, man, keep holding it down, bro. Keep holding it down. Mr. Unlimited. All right, man. Listen, folks, that's it for me. I hope you guys have a good weekend. I hope my voice didn't really throw you guys off like that. Uh, But hopefully I'm getting back to it. So I hope I'm I'm 100% and much ready and better to go by Sunday if the freaking game goes on on Sunday. That's if the game goes on and happens on Sunday. So uh, we shall see, folks. We shall see. So uh, we got our games picked. Bears over Atlanta, Buffalo over Cleveland, Philly over Indy, Patriots over the Jets. I think that's going to be my upset special right there. Upset specials right there is the Patriots over the Jets. I'm taking that upset. Saints, Rams, um, Baltimore the, over the Panthers, Washington over the Texans, Giants over the Lions, Raiders over the Broncos, Cowboys over the Vikings. Um, and probably the Vikings are, are the ones that are favored in that game. But anyway, Cincy over Pittsburgh, Casey over the Chargers. That game is always a tough one, especially because now Justin Herbert's going to have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams back. So that's always going to be a tough one. But that defense, JC Jackson being out for the year, it's not the same. It's not the same. And in San Francisco, I don't see them losing to the Cardinals. So that's just what it's going to be, man. So on your way out, people, do me a favor. Smash that like, hit that like, do all that good stuff to it. And if you guys have not subscribed to the Buffalo Fanatics, do that right this second. If you guys have not followed me on Twitter, right there, hit that up. Rico underscore BF underscore um, right now. And uh, and go from there, man. If Twitter is is still to exist if it doesn't exist <laughs> that's the end of twitter and then we'll just find another way to kind of chop it up but good thing is this platform's still going to be around for us to talk bills football so that's it for me folks you guys have yourself a great weekend we'll catch you guys on sunday after the game and uh and hopefully we're talking talking this was a blowout we're not talking about what the f time to panic push the panic button i really don't want to have that conversation. But if we must have that conversation, trust me, it's going to be had and y'all going to hear it from me. But I hope we don't have to get there. We It's not, it's not time for that. We're going to get our shit together. We're going to get back on track and get back to business. So that's it. I appreciate y'all tuning in always, every week. It doesn't go unnoticed. You guys are great. And uh, listen, man. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And until next time, folks. Oh, who let y'all know that is my birthday? Hey, who told you guys that? You sneaky Melissa stage. How did you know that? And how did you figure that out? Anyway, it's not my birthday. My birthday is not today, though, by the way. My birthday, ironically, is on Sunday, the 20th. So they better come and give me a W for my birthday. I don't want to. I'm not trying to mess around with y'all, man. Anyway, appreciate y'all. Melissa, how did you find that out, man? (laughs) Sneaky, sneaky person. But anyway, you guys have a great weekend. We'll catch you on the flip side. Enjoy yourself. We'll see you guys Sunday. And until next time, it's your boy, and course, Let's go. we protecting Josh. So look to him, he the general now. Rico got legends for interviews. How the Buffalo Bills got the best fan base. Away games, red, white, blue in the crowd. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Play good, be humble. Number 17, the captain. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo
3: fanatic, hey, I'm a Buffalo fanatic
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun Yeah, you get it, every time